Oh, yeah, doing an American accent would be great. It should be just... I'm going to do uh, my best American accent. Laura! Laura! Sir, sir, Laura! Sir. Stop! Laura, why don't you get me a hot dog with cheddar? <laughs> Laura, let's go to the baseball game, and after that, we'll sing the Star Spangled Banner. Clarence, I want to live again. Clarence! <laughs> Clarence, we got tickets! We're going to opening day! We're going to opening day! Clarence! Hello, this is Real Rotten, the podcast where you're stranded on the beach and you're just laying there and you have no hope of surviving until one thing appears on the horizon. It starts floating closer towards you. It's getting closer and closer. It's a bag. It's a bag filled with something. What is that bag filled with? You go up, you get it, you pull it out. There's something in it. It's too foggy because of, you know, sea mist has fogged it up and uh, you take it back to your, your hut that you have. And you, you rip it open, and inside is a DVD. The DVD is of Tomb Raider. And you say, I wonder if this is under 25% of Rotten Tomatoes. And you Google it on your Google machine, and it is. And that's what this podcast is. We watch the movies under 25% on Rotten Tomatoes. And I'm uh, Nick Lyons. I'm joined by Stephen Ramirez. Hi, I'm Stephen Ramirez, and I feel like I'm rubbing off on Nick Lyons a little bit too much when it comes to describing movies and plot lines. You can never rub off on me enough. Okay. I'll just say that now. <laughs> All right, we'll leave it alone. Stephen, what was the last movie that you saw? Last movie that I saw in theaters, saw it last night, saw Game Night. You saw Game Night. Yeah, I saw Tell Game Night. me everything except spoilers. Oh man, it was a fantastic movie. It was good, it was, funny. You know, it was it was funny. Um, it wasn't laugh out loud funny to me, but it, it 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 was it had its really good, really funny parts, and it was also a movie that had really well done cinematography for being a uh, for being a comedy slash thriller directed by couldn't even tell you the kid from dazed and confused no no freaks and geeks oh freaks sam's from freaks and geeks directed this movie wow his cinematography was brilliant there was a lot of like he hired uh, the right person sweeping shots there was a there was a big uh one take scene a la carrie fukunaga so i highly recommend seeing uh, i like uh, the movie and then the soundtrack i was really captivated by it was very like 80s synth synth Yes. Out, out, quote unquote, outrun type music. If, it, if anybody knows what I'm talking about, a lot of uh, a lot of heavy synthesizers, a lot of deep, uh, a lot of deep fake electronic bass. Well, that gives us a yeah. chance to uh, shout out to our listeners. Uh, tell us what outrun means on our social medias. Look it up on uh, look it up on the subreddit hashtag yeah. uh, or not hashtag. Uh, no, don't tell slash, them. Don't uh, tell them where to go. They're supposed to communicate with us. Yeah. this is part of yeah. engagement. Yeah. R slash mystery question mark. <laughs> I uh, I saw four movies today. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I saw the rest of Murder by Numbers. Nice. The Sandra jo- Bullock, Ryan Gosling vehicle. Sandra Bullock, young, very young Ryan. Gosling. Do you know what that's pre, based pre off? remember the Titans? Ryan Gosling. Oh yeah. Do you know what uh, this is uh, based off of? That movie? Michael Pitt. Oh, Michael Pitt, the legend, the legendary uh, quote unquote. It's based off something. Jerky? Is it based off of Color by Numbers? But they they just decided to. Switch the words. You would want to think so because it would be that easy to solve uh, based off this movie. Uh, yes. Because the antagonists and protagonists are so uh, recognized early on. But it, it's based off the Leopold and Loeb case where it was the two college students who tried to perfect the quote-unquote oh. perfect murder. Kate and Leopold. Kate and Leopold. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the Hugh Jackman vehicle. Yes. That was the remake. The same with movie. Sandra Bullock and yeah. Ryan Gosling. That's what actually I was referring to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sources tell me. Yeah, I'm right on the money with that. Let's move on. I also saw Cutting Edge 2, 
Oh. Which doesn't have a tune in it. It's just Cutting Edge going for gold. Yeah. Which I saw the first Cutting Edge four days ago. Mm-hmm. So I'm all caught up on Cutting Edge until I looked on IMDb. It turns out there's a third one. So I got to finish off this trilogy strong. I would say watch it. Ridiculous movie. Amazing. <laughs> it features Ren from Even Stevens. Oh, okay. And uh, Rob Thomas's brother, Ross Thomas. A Ross Thomas. I don't Thomas. think they're actually related, but okay. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> that's a fair. That's a fair statement. I could see the parents of the Tom, the Thomas parents, naming their kids Rob and Ross. It's a compliment to both parties, no matter what. I saw the truth about Charlie. Okay. I saw the last forty minutes of the bank job to Handy Newton and uh, Mark Wahlberg. Yep, yep, yep. And I saw the bank job, and I saw bank almo- job. The bank, the the last thirty minutes of the bank job, With and Jason I saw Stages. almost all of the town. Oh wow! With uh, that with was that was the, my the favorite Affleck. movie with Rebecca Hall. I did not see the last thirty minutes of it. Oh, that's so I saw it right when they got caught, basically, mm. and then the shootout was about to happen. Okay, so those are all the movies I saw. I would say see them all. Movie you're looking forward to, Stephen? Uh, movie I'm looking forward to the most, to believe it or not, is a trailer I just saw last night while watching a uh, game night. It was. A film by Steven Soderbergh, uh, star, starring Claire Foy, who is famous uh, as the Queen yep. Elizabeth II me and, me and the Crown. Me and guest Ellen saw this. Uh, saw the years. trailer as well? Yeah, we saw the trailer as well. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> she, she plays a uh, unwilling, uh, what is it, what would you call it, a uh, mental institution patient um, who believes she's being stalked yeah, by- Yeah, she sees uh, her stalker everywhere. Uh, yeah. And she's, she's uh, believes she's not insane, but- Scenes prove otherwise. I'm looking forward to it, based solely on the fact that Steven Soderbergh is a sort of an innovative movie director and, and movie writer and cinematographer. He is uh, directing and recording this film entirely on an iPhone, which I think is a, is amazing. Uh, a la Sean uh, Tangerine, ba- yeah, Sean Baker Sean in Baker. a Tangerine. He really is. I think so. Right. Yeah, it, and he's been around for. You know, well, thirty yeah, plus years. Yeah, of course Soderbergh retires and then doesn't retire at all. No, no. I'm looking forward to Isle of Dogs because I want to see oh, I want to see puppet dogs sneezing. I know. I uh, can't wait to watch those little puppet dogs sneeze. I can't wait all for the time. it. You I'm know? gonna I'm gonna giggle every time. We're biased towards Wes Anderson. We can't. We we'll, we'll never do a, 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 an episode on Wes Anderson unless it's part of a fresh episode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Darjeeling Limited is my least favorite. Yeah, and, and that's and uh, that's still probably and that's still a great movie. Yeah, but we're here to talk about a particular movie for a particular reason. The With particular a... movie that we're doing is Lara Croft: Colon Colon Tomb Raider Tomb Raider, and the movie coming out next weekend is just Tomb Raider, right? Yes, with my girl Alicia Vikander. Yes, who is married to my guy. Couldn't even tell you. Michael Fassbender. Oh, they're uh, married together. Wow, that's our good guest, for them. Our guest would have gotten that question right. That's that's like a UK version of uh, Emily Blunt and uh, John Krasinski. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Even though Emily Blunt it is, is British, who is the more likable version of that? Um, I'm I'm biased against but the she, Emily Blunt and John Krasinski because this is America, sir. I don't know. I know. I really love Lisa Fassbender. Alicia, how about the Alicia. best couple out of that situation would be Michael Fassbender and John Krasinski? Because I couldn't, I couldn't avoid the adorableness factor there. They would both shrug and look at the camera a lot. That'd be great. I think the best American couple is my all time is PTA and Maya Rudolph. Okay. Till the end. <laughs> who who PTA movie I'm looking forward to is wants to do a movie with Tiffany Haddish and Maya Rudolph. I thought he was retiring, too, after... No, uh, just DDL is. Oh, okay. All right. I thought he was following uh, DDL's footsteps, I guess. But we're going into Tomb Raider. Stop (laughs) stalling, okay? This is Lara Croft, colon, Tomb Raider. I'm sorry. And we're all here for it. The exact alignment of planets, 
necessary to activate the triangle only occurs once every 5,000 years. But that proved to be just long enough for little Lara Croft to grow up and to find it. And speaking of all of us, we also have a guest who we're going to introduce right after we go with our blurbs. But first, a break from our sponsors. And this episode has been brought to you by Chinese Finger Traps. Wow. How I'm... many times have you gotten your finger stuck in those things? So many damn times. I know, and it never gets old, right? Yeah, it's like a mind trick, but it really isn't involving your mind. It's just physical force and common sense. Yeah, well, there's a new app that does that digitally. You gotta be kidding me. Can you believe it? No. I can't either. All right. Which is why, download this app. It costs a dollar, but if you put in our code, which is? A, a poopykins. If you put in that, then you will definitely get this for 50 cents off. Hey, you know, and not it's fifty percent. Only... Don't don't. I did not say fifty percent for the record. I said fifty cents. And it's only seventy nine cents. So hey, that's only what twenty cents. Yeah. So uh, download that. Sure. Keep this podcast going. All and right. we're back. We're hey. here to uh, talk about Lara Croft, comma, colon, comma, Tomb Raider. Just and, no, uh, no comma involved. Just colon. And we're gonna start off with our blurbs today. All right. So the the Rotten Tomatoes blurb is Angelina Jolie is perfect for the role of Lara Croft, but. Even she can't save the movie from a senseless p- plot and action sequences with no emotional impact. That's pretty Sorry, clear. A dragon was just murdered outside of our apartment, <laughs> <laughs> but we'll be okay. Stephen, pretty clear and concise. Yeah. Uh, critical consensus. You, right there. you had a yeah. You had a favorite blurb. I had a flavor blurb. It's it's not by a top critic by any means or any stretch of the imagination, but I felt it was. Uh, it's one of the only positive blurbs I'll probably add into this. Uh, into the segment it's from scott nash from the uh oh from the accredited site three movie buffs scotty nashy he uh gave this original score a three out of four and his quote uh his blurb for rotten tomatoes it's positive quote unquote worth watching i believe it <laughs> yeah i believe it it's worth watching if you want to kill some time yeah mine was a little more realistic of okay. a quote i i chose elvis mitchell of the new york times because i am cultured Mm. And uh, Elvis with, with hashtag fake news. Yeah, Elvis said, "As much fun as watching someone else play a video game." Yeah, we've I believe been, that too. We've all been there. No, I I I agree with that. We've I all been totally there. Totally agree with that. Uh, but before we get into the specifics of the podcast, we're testing out this new thing that you may have heard on the last podcast, unless of course we don't show it to you. Okay. Because uh, by, show, by show I mean show listen. When you show something audit- show off auditor- auditorially. Yeah, auditorially. That's a word, right? Judges? Yeah, definitely a word. yeah, we're good. Our guest is Ellen Lathrop. Ellen, welcome. Hello, and I would just like to say that it killed me to not be able to let everybody know that in Murder by Numbers, Sandra Bullock and Ryan Gosling were dating. So <gasps> I really had to sit on that one because I was told that I couldn't talk. They were dating? Until dating, I was introduced. Dating during the movie or dating? Dating, dating after the movie. Wow. For like a couple years. No kidding. Yeah. And then Sandra he moved was, on to Jesse, he was, he was uh, much Jesse James, whatever, from uh, West yeah. Coast Chapters. Yeah, I don't know if that was I want to say Ryan Gosling moved on. Even though it's his mistake because Sandy is uh, a blessing. They I were think meant to Sandra be. Bullock moved on. So we can talk about that later. But I did just need to say that I felt. Okay. Um, I felt silenced and I didn't like that. I didn't, well, I didn't appreciate not knowing a, that either. That changed the whole dynamic of the movie to me. Yeah. It's called the patriarchy. And it sure does work. <laughs> You're just burying us. Well, but yeah, right before you, uh, you, start, you start sharing all of your thoughts and wisdoms, uh, we wanted to let the listeners get to know you if you don't recognize her voice 
poor not her non what what do we call it? Vocal fried voice. Yeah, I can joke about that, but I don't think you can. <laughs> okay. I, I didn't even I'm know what it meant before thirty minutes ago. So uh, she that. did host our Fresh Perspective podcast. Man, that was great. By the way, congratulations. Yeah, Stephen for did that, not for listen. So, Stephen, give us your honest <laughs> review. My honest review was it was a job well done by uh, all the all the women involved in that podcast, and none by Whoever the men involved in that podcast. No, uh, by by Ellen, Genevieve, and and Rachel. There they they did, they did yeah. a fantastic job. Thank yeah. you. All friends of the podcast. I thought it was hilarious. So funny that it's never going to happen. Yeah, again. just because <laughs> that's, that's exactly. It was so funny that we can't let that stand, and we we have to we have to let it go. We got upstaged. Win. Yes. We can't appreciate that. But but to get to know Ellen, we're going to play a game called Ellen or L Out. Perfect. Oh. Where we, where we have topics, and you just say whether you're in or out on them. This is right in my alley. Do I get to explain why? To an extent. I guess. Okay. If you feel like it's necessary. <laughs> I guess. All right. We'll start off easy. We're going to say uh, good, good deeds. I'm in. You're I in. think good deeds are critical, and that's all I have to say about that. I'll okay. save my time for the next one. Topic two, scuba diving. Oh, I am so out. Could out. Not be more she out. is out, out on that. Why? One. Why so out on scuba diving? I am out because I think that you are not supposed to breathe underwater, and I just don't really believe in thumbing my nose at God. So because out. we're evolved creatures, we evolved from the ocean. We shouldn't go back to it. Yeah, we've been there. You know what I mean? Been there, done that. Okay. So I, I was pro- a whale long I ago. I do have a problem with the acronym of scuba, which I didn't. Really? What's the acronym? Contained underwater breathing apparatus. Apparatus. Yeah. Are there Apparati? points you win on this show? I feel like I should get some. Well, we we just awarded you you're five points. It. You're killing it. Five. Well, yeah, we start out with five hundred, but that's just because <laughs> that's because that first section that you heard that you weren't allowed to talk. That's where you rack up the most points. Oh, okay. Yeah. Damn. All right. Well, okay. I got five. Next topic. We got Buddhism. I'm in. She's all in. Yeah, that's great. We got uh, Cambodia. I'm in. To live in. Forever. Sure, I'm in. Okay. Really? Yeah, I'm in. Okay. Okay. The people are so nice there. We will get to that. We'll talk about that. Later. We got serious treasure hunting. You know, I am out because I think that the whole uh, it it discounts the idea of ownership of historical artifacts, and so something that Lara Croft really seems to not understand is. Just basically that. And I'll share my thoughts further on that later. But I'm out of treasure hunting. What's, thank you. What's buried is meant to be buried. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, sure. Okay. Are you L in on your own tomb or L out? Ooh, do you oh want a tomb? Do you God. want a mausoleum? Would you want a tomb after you die? Yeah. What I would love to have actually is one of those like old-fashioned mausoleums where your uh, that's body that's is tomb, preserved. Right? You're like basically mummified, but you're in a glass case and people can come and see you. Like that Lennon? Oh, like, uh, you want yeah. people to see you for years. You want to be yeah. Lennoned? I wow. would love it. I would love that. You want wow. people to come up and say, wow. So Her if fingers like, were I want so dexterous, say, probably. So I want people to say, huh, is she supposed to be that color? And But then mostly they're like, <laughs> you know what? All things considered, she looks pretty good. Wow. So you'd like some like postmodern artist come up to you and say, hey, if you die, can I take your body? Can I display it at this museum? Fully preserved. I would not want an artist to be in charge of it. I would want mm. a full-on embalmer to be in charge of it. I would want a professional. But Are yes, embalmers not artists? Well, that's a good point. <laughs> I would want to be fully embalmed. Have you not seen Bernie? Yeah. All of Jack Black? No, she wants to, she wants him to say, <laughs> man, if she's hot now, imagine how hot she was before she died hundreds <laughs> yeah, of years ago. I want to really be, I want to be uh, prized for my well-preserved corpse. Your glow. Okay, are you yeah. L in or L out on Angelina Jolie? 
I'm LN on Angelina Jolie. Who of isn't? Jenna Marino isn't. Mm. Okay, moving on. Brad Pitt? Not anymore. Uh, honestly, that's, I think that's he's Jolie's still decision. L in on her if he could be. Are yeah, you L in on Brad Pitt is what I'm asking. Oh, I am L out on Brad Pitt. Oh, no. And if you aren't... Out for the gold, you know what I mean? What? What? Is that's he just, is he just past his prime? Like, I think that Brad Pitt... So actually, I don't think I'm he is past his prime until up. you find out that he has that I'm many kids. glad <laughs> yeah. that you brought this up because Brad Pitt is a well-known chameleon dater. I, my secret theory is that Brad Pitt has no personality of his own. He oh, takes a personality. He, he wears the skin of his... Me finish. He <laughs> and Gwyneth Paltrow, as you may recall, had the exact same angled blonde yeah. bob while they were dating. She had a first too. He dated Jennifer Aniston was like, yeah, like I'm like a blonde California stoner. What's up? And then they split up. He got with Angelina Jolie and he was like, actually, I'm a serious artiste and I have dark hair now. So Brad Pitt is bland man, like 1.0, the original. You can project whatever you want onto him. And you know what? I'm not interested in that. So he also, he's probably just like, uh, he also dated beige pit. Yeah. He's that should be his That's new name. Perfect. May I also point out he dated Robin Givens at the time that Robin Givens broke up from uh, Mike Tyson, and so uh, wow, came... you may point that out. Yeah, I will point that out. He he he. During his early career, that was the moment that uh, he drove up with Robin Givens to Mike Tyson's mansion while Robin Givens was picking up stuff. So Brad Pitt in his early twenties got to meet the the former heavyweight champion of the world. Well I'm here to uh, face to I'm face. so sorry. Is that a reason that I should be L in on him? Because he no, met he's totally Mike Tyson. he's totally L out. So no, he's totally he's totally L out. Because he tried to play it cool. Yeah, again, you But moving on, moving on. It, Brad Pitt. I'm just not sure so that now that we all met Ellen, now that we all know, I'm not for now Brad that we all know all. everything about I'll, her. I'll, I'll, I'll we all, hey, we, I said we all know. Ribbit. Okay, we're moving on. Okay, we need to get this this podcast on the road. It's okay. We're all cut. We need this to right put now. the wheels. We need to put the wheels down. Okay. So Lara Croft colon Tomb Raider was directed by Simon West, who also directed The Mechanic. Starring Jason Statham. Oh, another terrible movie. Expendables 2. Starring okay, I was Jason thinking of Statham. The Machinist, and I was like, whoa, he really started yeah. low yeah. and ended high. But and uh, no, and no, no. everybody's favorite, Con Air. He directed Con Air. He directed Con Air? He directed but Con Air. I thought Michael Bay directed that. That's what I thought. But let's go to our fact corner. This is a good time to introduce our fact corner. Hello, yep. fact Simon corner. Simon West, according to IMDb, Simon West directed uh, Con Air. And that was our nameless fact corner. <laughs> that was our great verification. Thanks for the A plus and, reporting uh, there, Tom Brokaw. He will be he will be chirping in every now and then. Okay. When, when, uh, he's a little chir- he's a little chirp. That's fine. No, that's fine. I'm just kidding. That is Kyle, our producer, who we have now given a mic. It's official. He has a voice. I don't know who decided that. Everybody boo. <laughs> Everybody boo. I really don't know who decided that. Yeah, I don't know who decided that, but Kyle felt the need to defend himself. For some reason, <laughs> because he felt like we were, I'm doing air quotes, attacking him all the time. Yeah, we'll cut all this. It's okay. Yep. Cut this, Kyle. <laughs> it was written by Sarah B. Cooper, who did the story. Sarah B. Cooper wrote the story and the screenplay to this film. Yes. Okay. Yeah, wouldn't you hope that that would be the same person? Like, at least you have a vision. It's with, hard to imagine that two people With assistance from like five other people. <laughs> wait, wait. Assistance. Okay. Yeah. Mike Werb. 
Michael Collery, Simon West, Patrick Massett, and John Zinman. So were Simon also West involved. had say in the final script. Yes, yeah, yes, he that did. makes he, sense. He did the adaptation, apparently. Yeah, I guess. So uh, I guess one woman right. couldn't do the job. You yeah. had to have four other men. She did the story. <laughs> just supervising. She did the story. Fucking bullshit. Which they were just like they were just like we love this, except for all the parts where she's like. They said we love this, but we think she should spend time. <laughs> yeah. Can yeah. we add a shower scene or four? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They said, okay, okay, you're a woman. Daniel Craig is in the shower too. Fine. Make that (laughs) shirt a little tighter. A little tighter. Uh, Cast, Angelina Jolie. Yep. As Lara. Doing great. Lara. Lara. John Voight as her dad. John Voight. as good. Ian Glenn, a.k.a. Jorah, which is what we're going to call him. Doing great, but should stay a blonde. Yeah, we're going to call him Jorah. He's not good as a brunette. So if, if you want to know who Ian Glenn is in the podcast, he is... The person we're calling Jorah. Ayn Glenn? I-A-I-N? Yeah, it's probably yeah, I think it's Ayn. No, Ayn. no, Ayn it's still pronounced Ian. Ayn uh, Noah Taylor, also in Game of Thrones. Noah, he's we my man! A, we had a younger Daniel Craig. Doing Very young just Craig. a rough American accent. Yes, we had Richard but Johnson. Along as, with his body. We had Richard Johnson, who I don't think any of us know who he is. Richard he, Johnson? But we might, recognize him by, we might recognize him by his character, which was Distinguished Gentleman. Oh, the distinguished <laughs> oh yes, gentleman. I do remember him. Yes, sure. uh, yes I remember the Distinguished oh, Gentleman. No, no, uh, Chris Berry, who played Hillary. Yes. And Leslie Phillips, who played Wilson. Hillary the Butler. Yeah, Hillary, oh, Hillary yeah, was the yeah. butler. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the plot keywords, we got Laura Croft character. We got Tomb. We got Illuminati. We got planetary alignment. Yes. So for all the planetary alignment fans out there. Yeah, this one's for you. This it's is this right one, and then I think Zoolander was yes. planetary alignment. Zoolander <laughs> I don't 2. I think so. Zoolander 2. <laughs> yeah, Zoolander 2 maybe, actually. And Armageddon. It, it really had Deep Illumin- Impact. It really had an Illuminati. Oh, yeah, Armageddon kind of. Did you read that they're, NASA is developing a nuclear shield? Good for what? them. For meteors. But one who will be up. the one who gets shot into the media? Hopefully Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. Okay. Or Ben Affleck. <laughs> one or the other. Uh, oh, please let it be Ben Affleck. Taglines for this movie. We got, who is Laura Croft? Born into wealth. Groomed by the elite. Trained oh. for combat. I feel like that's all one tagline, though. No. Aristotle Fortune. For Fortune for the elite. It's own tagline. Aristotle Fortune, the biggest adventure of 2001. Biggest uh, adventure begins 2001. Unfortunately, that was not the biggest adventure of 2001. What was 2001? the biggest adventure? Halo and Lord of the Rings. Halo and <laughs> yeah. Lord of the Rings? Yeah. Are you serious? That was it. The Lord of the Rings Halo franchise started in 2001. Man. The studio, that was Paramount Pictures. It was released June 15th, 2001. This is important. Uh, rating PG-13, 100 minutes. 100 minutes. 100. Hour 40. 40 too many. That's an hour 40. Rotten Tomatoes rating of 20%, 31 fresh ratings, 126 rotten ones, 46% audience. It cost $115 million to make this movie, and it grossed 274 worldwide. We're going to throw out a couple trivias. Sure. Highest grossing action film with a woman in the lead role. It's great. Since? At the, at the time. What? Since what? Oh. What was the other by, movie? By 2001, the, who was in second place? Yeah, what's the? let's the, do the pop pop quiz right now so this is the highest grossing, grossing action film with a woman in the lead role since what movie since no, so it, what it's was the, high, the one it's, before it's the highest what was one. one that tomb raider eclipsed what's yes. number two yeah yes 1986 that's when it came out terminator oh good guess good yeah. guess the I director guess of the terminator yeah uh, james cameron his, his, is his, the number his, one female his other movie star. his other movie alien starring Aliens. sigourney Aliens. weaver yeah yeah uh, some other facts. We got uh, 
The film marks the first time in more than three decades that a Hollywood production has been filmed in Cambodia. Which I thought was pretty interesting. That's crazy. Because of the Civil War. Yeah, there, there was probably some reasons. Uh, I want to say that she took drug tests for her mental well-being because this is when the Billy Bob Thornton thing was happening. Oh, the breakup. And they were worried that she was on drugs. While she was coping with the loss of uh, Billy yes. Bob Thornton in her life. But she also trained for six months to play this role. Yeah. Fun fact. She did great. Billy Bob Thornton is so dyslexic that he cannot read. <laughs> no. How does he know his scripts to him? No way. No way. Really? He's never even read a script. But he's in a band, too. I'm look it up. So if he's in a yeah, band, too, does that mean corner? that someone reads his uh, lyrics to him and he I sings the lyrics? I don't know. Honestly, this is if great. it's Billy Bob Thornton's band, he probably just comes up with them off the cuff every show. <laughs> And now we're going to talk about the last thing, which is other people that could have played Laura Croft. Okay. I yeah. keep calling you Laura. It's Lara. 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 Just like Lara. Holly. Just like Holly and Hallie. It's okay. okay. So, so we got to say that initially, Captain Zeta-Jones. Do you, do you want then, to know how many total? Yeah. No. We'll get to that. How but here's, here's who turned it down. Okay. Which cannot be true. This has to be false. Denise Richards. Charles. Charlize Theron. Charles Theron. Charles Theron. <laughs> Uma, Uma Thurman Uma and Thurman. Liv Tyler. There's no way Denise Richards and Liv Tyler were offered this role there before Angelina Jolie. There is a way Angelina that Denise Jolie. Richards was uh, in... I mean, I, guess I think there are contenders for the role. Denise Richards 100% would have been a contender for this role, but there's no way that she would have beat Angelina Jolie. But she also was in... A, I don't think she necessarily turned it down, but she definitely would have been in the running. She was the Bond girl for the for yeah. the yeah. world is not she enough. She was the Bond girl. She was and in Wild Things. Kirsten, <laughs> Kirsten Dunst and Mila jo- 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 Jovovich. Oh, Kirsten Mila Dunst. Jovovich would have been great. They both yeah. auditioned for Kiki? it. Kiki? I don't know. It. I don't know. But I don't, Mila, think, I don't think Kirsten yes. could have, but... I think Mila could have definitely. And then do you want to say that long list of people they considered for At the least role? 12 other women were considered for the role. Do you want to hear this, Ellen? You have Elizabeth Hurley. You have Sandra. Well, it doesn't feel like you actually were asking. Do the, I'm, no, do I'm the just, Ellen. Just, this is I'm an Ellen or L out. Do, do in or out. And <laughs> we got to. Are no. you in or out for the consideration? We got to rattle them off. Okay. Elizabeth Hurley. Yep. Sandra Bullock. Yes. Ashley Judd. No. Really? I love Ashley Judd, but I don't know if she can do this. Really? Okay. And that's not a knock on Ashley Judd. Big fan of Double Jeopardy. <laughs> that's my girl. Christina Applegate. No. Drew Barrymore. No. Cameron Diaz. No. Nicole Eggert, if you know who that is. Baywatch? I have no idea. She's the one who's got Bayo seduced when she was a young teenager. Oh, Ooh, no. Really? I'm going to say no for her sake. Okay. Yeah. Get away from Scott Bayo. Yeah, Leave Bruce, Hollywood. Who's Scott Bayo? <clears throat> Jennifer, quote unquote, the love Hewitt. Oh, yes. I would love to see Jay Love in this movie (laughs) for everything. That would have been fun, actually. Kate Hudson. No. J-Lo. Yes. G-Pal. J-Lo? Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, oh no. is it goop this or not goop? This isn't this isn't you know interrupt. This is goop or not, not goop. goop. Save yourself. It's Gwen. not goopy. <laughs> it's not Do goopy. Sliding doors instead. Love you. And, <laughs> and uh, the you know the most ideal <laughs> We're sponsored choice. by goop. Hopefully, eventually. Yeah, we'll if hope you so. guys get sponsored by goop, <laughs> I will die. I'll die. I'll die for you. <laughs> okay. Then last the stuff. last most obvious choice I think is a for sure in Anna Nicole Smith. <laughs> Sure, and that's an out for me, and it's for her sake yeah, too. An Run, out. Anna! Run! Save <laughs> Run. yourself! Run, have your child. And now it's time to get into the movie. Yes. We like to start off doing this as a two minute recap. Okay. 
one of us does a minute, the other one does another minute. Oh, is that what the f- new format is now? Instead of someone just wanting to do all two minutes. Uh, <laughs> this has been the format for the last three episodes. Okay. If you listen to any of our own podcasts. You know, I have. I mean, I don't, but I, I figured that Coblin cut out one of our two minutes. I'm scared of my voice. Uh, you can designate your second minute to Ellen. Um, it should probably be the first minute. Okay, Ellen can do the first minute. Guest, guest, guest has guest right. We'll have Ellen do the first minute, and I will do the second minute. Sorry. There you go. I think that works, because I wrote all my second minute in my notebook, so I can read it off of a paper. Oh, good man. Okay. Uh, I I don't have any fancy notes about the plot of the movie. (laughs) Give me a timer. Hold on. Oh, we need a timer. Steven is going to uh, get ready. Yep. All right. I'm ready when you are, gents. uh, (laughs) Lady lady and or gentleman. I'm, I'm ready, I guess. So, Lara Croft, we open on her. She is an, uh, has a long braid, and she has a possible British accent. She is clearly some sort of adventurer. Um, there's a lot of action. Then she it is determined that she is fighting a robot, which honestly was the first moment in my uh, viewing experience that I really said, Oh, boy. Here we go. There's a robot. 35 seconds. Turns out that the robot wasn't real anyway. It was all a simulation that she uh, invented in her room, which seems like a really irresponsible use of resources. But that is a recurring theme in the movie because she also lives in this giant, beautiful manor house. Um, She has servants, whatever. She has some artifact that they really like. So then, anyway, she's in her um, nightly, uh, like, bungee pod situation where she's in silk pajamas that only have two buttons done on them, but you can't see any breasts. She's bouncing up and down and then all these commandos come in and then she shoots all of them and then um she one minute and they takes a shower none of them were killed and none of but all she, of she, them were killed yeah, she was no not, they no they took they took her clock which was the important thing and with a compass inside of the clock which leads them the, which leads the illuminati who are a thing and real to the spot where they're seconds. gonna figure out this thing. So uh, she follows the Illuminati people. Uh, is gonna steal her clock back, but first she's gonna wait for them to figure it out. But then she figures it out for them, and okay. then eventually they have to open up this thing, and they all have a triangle. And then there's stone creatures, and they fight these stone creatures. I'm reading off my notes at this point. Ha ha, Jora. Stone creatures. Twenty seconds. They're all just sitting around watching. Alex can't can't shoot anything. She's in a canoe now in Cambodia. Magic tea in Cambodia. Dad is Illuminati. You'll Ten. never be more sinewy, dinner, Craig. She's wearing no can- layers. Five. And then four, she ends up riding three, this the, two, the, the, the dog one. mobile out of Time. the building. Freeze frame. Gunshots. And oh, freeze frame gunshots. And nobody brought up the space-time continuum. No, no one brought up the main plot point. So well, we I, didn't get there. So no, Steven, now, now, is, now it's Corrections Corner, so fill us in. <laughs> fill in the rest oh, of the It's my job to fill you in. Okay. <laughs> so there's a whole uh, there's a whole plot involving a triangle that can control space-time and the person who That's holds it. Yeah, it's basically what we said. Yeah, sure. And so Laura uh, takes control of it and... Um, and saves the universe. Apparently, again, according to Bryce, yeah, played by Noah Thomas. Okay, so let's let's get into the categories. Great recap. So, who worked and who didn't work in the movie? So, who who's your who's your person that made it and who's the person that made it awful? I'm gonna say that um, 
Daniel Craig's American accent made it awful. I'm going to go out of order. I just think that there didn't seem to be any true reason for him to be American. And so it is truly shocking that they went through what I can only assume are months of production and where the whole time everyone was like, yes, Daniel, keep doing the American accent. Laura Croft, I don't believe it. I'll just be a minute. Hi. We, we do have to say this, this is based on a video game yep. that none of us played. Uh, I beg to differ. I played it a few times. Okay, okay I'm not really sure what that has to do Can you tell us if Alex West was a character? I can't, can't tell you anything Don't of remember. Alex West because <laughs> I haven't got, I've never got past the uh, first or second level of Laura okay. Croft. I could only play uh, the uh, intro level where she's uh, jumping so, around. So, I, so, I'm finding, so I'm finding that everybody only played Laura Croft no to see her jump around. Yeah. She's here right now. Yeah. So. Anyway. I, I was very young. I couldn't play it because I didn't know how to play it. How about that? Anyway, yeah. what made the movie was uh, Lara Croft's um, hair tendrils that came just from the crown of her head out of her braid. That was a supreme uh, fashion high point of the early 2000s and something that really resonated with me now. Is remembering it back? Myself. Is it back? I would say no, I but so. I would love for it to be back. I have a distinct memory. I would like of, for it to be back as well. Of being in middle school and cutting uh, <laughs> hair to make my own tendrils to come out of my ponytail. My so so tendrils me, are the ones that they're in the ponytail to start out, but then, then once you once you go out throughout they the day, come they like out and they're just that little like two little pieces. Oh, I totally understand that. That's that's yeah, how my curl action. works. You're in action. Yeah, my my curl, I I gel it back, but then the, the front two, they're just like, nope, we want to we want to point you in the right direction, buddy. So they, feel they like just this, pop out. That's not a tendril. I want to be extremely clear. That I feel like they're pretty much them. the same thing. They're not. Yeah, it's got to be I'm the same. Different. I will pull up some photos. I wish there was a photographic component to this podcast. Uh, we'll ask Kyle to research this it. This isn't a vodcast, unfortunately. It's not a vodcast. All right, but that's what I say. I say made it awful, Daniel Craig's accent, made it Lara Croft's tendrils. I Steven, love awful and awfully great for you. Who do you got? All right. Uh, who made it? Uh, who made it awfully great for me was uh, the Buddha boss, the the boss oh, in yeah, yeah, Cambodia, yeah. who came Mr. to life. Mister Monk, who was yeah. sort of a uh, who was sort of a uh, Buddhist statue come to life, sort of a Shiva statue come to life, sort of a, 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 a amalgamation co- combination of the two. Oh, amalgamation uh, combination. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know what that word means. Uh, those, I, I think those are synonyms. But it felt like honest. it worked. Um, it feels like the start of Grease Lightning. Yes. Yeah. Go, go. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Wow, we watched that scene. I like that one. Sensation. <laughs> because, uh, uh, you know, this was, uh, this was seen in the video game. The Buddha boss was seen in the video game as, uh, I think, if not the main antagonist, if, uh, if not one of the main... Uh, antagonist was the Buddha boss? Is yeah. that why you keep referring to it as the Buddha boss? Like, is that yeah. a main <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, it's a giant Buddha statue made okay, of rock. So if you don't think that's like a boss of like this temple, I'm not sure I'm not sure what else to think of it as. If it's just like a giant animatronic. That's who did work, right? Realistic. That's who definitely did work for it. Okay, who, who did, did not work, work? Who did not work for me uh, was Hillary. I, I enjoyed Enjoyed the, that. the butler Hillary, the butler, not, yes. not a woman. Good morning, Lara, and what a beautiful morning it is. Back to work, I'm afraid. It's adventure time. Yes, was Hillary the butler? I did not like Hillary the butler, based on the fact that uh, Hillary the butler um, 
in the video games is an is older old. man. Yeah, is no, an older man. In the trivia, it says that he is the younger version. Yeah, apparently the younger version. So Laura Croft never ages. She does not but, age, yeah, yeah, because she found an artifact that stops Oh, that her makes her, prevents <laughs> her sure. becoming that, from I mean, that's, being that would explain you know, it, right? mortal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, okay. I mean, she is Angelina Jolie. She's pretty much a goddess, I believe it. She disrupts the space-time continuum if the most ridiculous thing is that her butler is younger than he's supposed to be. Uh, I'm going to allow it. That seems reasonable to me. I'm going to go with the tagline. He he could have been a lot more involved. He trained for combat. That's a great point. It doesn't say anything about dates. (laughs) It doesn't say that she gets old either. Uh, I'm going to say who worked for me. I'm going to say Angelina. I thought she was a good Lara Croft. That's a gimme. Okay. Yeah. Well, none of you, neither of you guys said it, so I, I, I just had to give a shout out. Of course. Yeah, you show. said you said the most insignificant part. Yeah, of the Angelina. supplementary wow. uh, features of Angelina yeah. Jolie, not the character or person herself. I'm gonna say who didn't work. Uh, her dad, John Voight. John Voight. Not believable for her father-daughter situation. He's way more yeah. apparent in the second one. I feel like his mustache was also not believable. His at all. mustache was the most believable part. Oh of man. Him. I was yeah. a fan wow. of the mustache. That was a Merkin. I think it's because <laughs> I think it's because I've never seen a John Voight mustache. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, you have. Maybe in the early seventies. Is Midnight Cowboy yeah. does he have a mustache? I'm almost yeah. positive he has a mustache in Midnight, Midnight Cowboy. Uh, that's what I was wondering. I believe he, Deer he Hunter. Wore, he wore the cowboy hat. Deer Hunter. Yeah. Who knows? Deer Hunter. You, I don't think he was. I feel in like deer he he should have been a Deer Hunter if he wasn't. Okay. Well, that's not. I think he was the fourth man. Yeah. But before we move oh, on, man. we forgot to uh, do the full Ellen story, and she needs to tell us that she's been to Cambodia. Oh, yeah. So, fun fact, when I was invited to be on this podcast last Did you meet the Buddha boss? First, uh, first and foremost? That's not a thing. Okay. So, no. <laughs> um, when I was invited to be on this podcast, Nick was like, have you seen Tomb Raider? And I was like, yes. I actually saw it in theaters, funnily enough. And I did not think anything of it. Um, but when this summer I was actually in Cambodia and we were in Siem Reap where the temple complex is and our guide was like, oh, has anybody seen Tomb Raider? And I was like, yes, I did see it. And he was like, oh, well, we're going to go to one of the locations where it was filmed. And I was like, huh, that's so interesting. I don't remember any temple-like structures. But so we got there and he was like, here it is. Like, don't you remember? <laughs> and I looked and I just drew this complete blank. And I was like, but I had gone into it so much and we had really bonded over this fact that I had seen this movie that he felt really strongly about. Yeah, you guys um, are both so big Angie You're fans. in too deep. Yeah, yeah so I was deep. like, yes, I do remember this. And and then for the whole day, he'd be like, and here is where, like, you remember, right? And I was like, yes, I remember. Oh <laughs> this my is where gosh, the phantom so children crazy. met her. I love it. Oh, I can't believe I'm here. Take a picture of me. And um, as it turns out... Let me take off my overcoat. I need to be wearing my tank top. (laughs) (laughs) But I didn't realize until I was um, actually back in the United States last night watching the original Tomb Raider that I had seen Tomb Raider 2. The Cradle of Life. The Cradle of Life. Life. And it had made an impact on me such that I remember that I saw it, but not to the point that I remembered anything about the movie. So in my mind, I was like, yeah, maybe some of it took place in a Cambodian temple. (laughs) I don't know. But it wasn't until I saw this movie that I was like, oh my God, this is what he was talking about. And I just feel bad. I I want to say that I recognized uh, the temple from your pictures, from your trip. When okay. I re- when I watched it this time, I was just like, that looks familiar <laughs> hey, for some yeah. reason. I, I think, saw that I think it's the big before. Buddha feet. Like, yeah, but I do also want to say that there is just an overwhelming sadness that comes along with the idea that there are these temples that are over a thousand years old, or they're like over 500 years old in Cambodia. And a huge draw of them is they're featuring in this shitty, shitty, shitty 
movie. And that is such a linchpin of the tourism around these temples in Cambodia. And now that I have seen this movie, I truly want to apologize to the government and the people and the original Khmer civilization well, it, in Cambodia. It, I guess, so please accept. Does it hurt more than it helps? Yes. Yeah. It's, uh, it's not like uh, when kids are like, what is the Constitution? They're like, is that the thing? Or the Declaration of Independence? Is that what Nicolas Cage tried to steal? Well, in you that thought movie? that it was the Constitution, apparently. So is that bad? Yes, that's uh, bad. That's National Treasure 3. It's in production. I don't want to leak any secrets. Okay, that's enough. my fault. That's my fault. I'm going to have sex with the United States Constitution. <laughs> <laughs> Best and worst scene. We're moving on. Uh, what, what's the scene that stuck out to you? I can start with the best scene because yeah, it was definitely the best please scene. Do. It was after the climax of the movie when she's she's escaping from the, the fake planets that they made inside of a tomb hundreds and hundreds of years ago. Oh, the fake alignment. Yeah, the fake yeah. alignment planets. In Siberia. Uh, yeah, and the way that she escaped the explosion is on a sled led by dogs through some tunnels. Super cute and dogs. She, oh, crazy cute dogs. And she was laughing the whole time. The whole and time. I just, laughing all the way. She's having, laughing and, all the way oh, home. Yeah. She's having a ball. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were saying a pun. Oh, yeah. She's on, she's on her boots. She's on her boots herself. <laughs> yeah. We, we have, oh, yeah. We have she, the, she was skiing. She was skiing. Yeah, she was skiing on her boots. She yeah. was doing boot skis. So that is by far the most she was doing the significant boot ski scene of the movie. Boot ski boogie? Yeah. Yeah. We'll call it boot the boot boogie. The boot no, ski boogie. No, there's the boot scoop boogie, which no, takes place boot, on land, on wooden planks, and then there's the boot ski boogie. As like dog, like doogie. I know my Brooks and Dunn, madam. Yeah, I would like to finish you formal apology not only to the people of Cambodia but also to Steven uh, worst worst scene I would say would be the um freeze frame ending really I don't like when movies end on freeze frame never no, not even once not even once except not that movie where the kids all hell hands and then they jumped. Oh wait, that was Anchorman. The Breakfast Club. Not even. No, not even. <laughs> Breakfast Club. Okay, never mind. I do Breakfast like freeze frames ending. ending. Yeah. I love it's the Breakfast Club ending. ending. Yeah. Rocky three. Oh yeah. Rocky three. You're right. Apollo I take Rocky, I take everything back. About to knock each other out and then it cuts Apparently. to a painting and then that's the, the freeze. Wrestler, I take it all back. The wrestler. Yes. Also a great. Yeah. Okay, where so. it's him just jumping <laughs> off the top that. rope. Brilliant. I've been proven wrong. No, I think we keep it all in. Mickey Rourke. Okay. I, got the I don't even have a least. I don't have a least favorite scene. What's your best Ellen, worst? What's your favorite? Uh, so let me start with my worst scene. My worst scene is when I Angelina Jolie returns from a difficult mission and she immediately gets in the shower for about four minutes let me just also say that yes. i felt like this movie was approximately 20 to 90 minutes too long and so four <laughs> minutes in the shower felt like a lot so i was like god damn it there she is in the shower fine then the best scene though was no, when daniel talk, craig let took... me finish <laughs> yeah, I, shut up uh, the fat corner has asked you to shut up. So the best scene was when Daniel Craig was in the shower too. And I really realized, oh my God, this movie is garbage. But at least it's equal opportunity it's equal garbage. Opportunity so thank garbage. you, Tomb Raider team. Thanks. Yes. 
set We're production design. Can we talk about how crazy people take showers? It has to be the way that Angelina Jolie. I think after every Does, uh, has anybody as Ellen will ask you because you have hair that's long enough to do this. Like the, you know when you're in the done. pool and you have your head forward and then you whip it back and your hair does like the thing. Yeah. Have you ever done that in the shower? Yeah. Yeah, it's a really? monumental yeah. scene. Is that a, is that a thing? Is <laughs> that you, a thing that happens in the shower for people with long hair? Did this scene justify no. that thing where you can like whip she, your hair? She did and that be in the shower. Dramatic. Here's I what feel I will like say. It is. Here's what I will say. I am a big fan of giving things their due. And <laughs> recently there has been a spate of Instagram photographs where people try to capture that exact moment where your hair flips over a your head. Boomerang. I so think I that's would what like was to say for. that Spate's a new app. Angelina Jolie did it first, and that is something that uh, Tomb Raider should have forever. So yeah. has Psychotic. have I done that? No. Have people done that? Yeah. Fuck and yeah. did Angelina do it first? Yes, she did. So yep. there we go. I mean, to be honest, if I had long hair, it would be the first thing that I would do. Just do that all the time. Oh, Even yeah. with medium size hair. I would definitely like Here's my favorite part about movie shower scenes. There uh obviously there's like a lot of, you know, cinematic play of the water kind of like bouncing off of you, whatever. But there is always a scene in a movie shower scene where the actor has gotten some water in their mouth that they don't want to swallow and they artistically like <laughs> like spit it out and I really love finding those catching moments. it yeah <laughs> and I felt like I got a couple of those in this I was like oh there it is he's spitting it out don't swallow it so um yeah that felt human like Angelina Jolie and I share that experience yeah, yeah. or like when they accidentally like put their eyes like right in the yeah, stream and their yeah eyes, yeah and, like, their eyes you can see them clench you yeah they, they clench up a little bit squinting, yeah. but they are for a minute yeah the director's like soft eyelids soft eyelids She's and then like, they're just like they're just like, just like do you want me to see Simon ever West has again no idea what a soft eyelid is let's be honest here steven best and worst for you <sighs> scenes all right so the best scene to me is when Angelina Jolie traps uh quote-unquote traps daniel craig um by walking into his apartment uh, while he's taking a shower. I think it's great because it shows that she is just as swift, just as smooth as any others, if not the most superior uh, swift archaeologist known to man okay. in, in, uh, in invading someone's privacy space Which while he's a taking a shower. Which is thing that an archaeologist wants to do, you know, by the way. You know, they're, they're, they're archaeologists. That means they're automatically spies. They're automatically yeah. uh, marksmen. Heading into the B&E world. Absolutely. Um, so I thought that was great because it just showed the vulnerability of the character of, uh, of Daniel Craig. He was a, he was a gun for hire. He was a quote unquote tomb raider for hire, but, uh, Lara Croft was more of the, uh, enthusiast professional, uh, aspect of it. So that I, I, I really enjoyed it. a little, uh, generous towards Daniel Craig, but okay. I'm just saying, I'm just saying Daniel Craig was inferior in that moment because he was vulnerable and he shouldn't have been vulnerable in that moment. So the question begs, if that is your best scene, what is your worst? The worst scene is, uh, is, uh, the main character, Laura Croft, bending the physical plane of known existence, moving uh, the dagger that stabs Daniel Craig in the very end of the movie. Yeah. It, it not only... Look, I understand that this movie is based off a video game, which is based off an unrealistic story about a triangle that can move and bend the space-time continuum. Yes. The fat, fat, corner, fat corner chiming in. <laughs> Vouching for me. 
So I don't really understand the fact that Lara Croft can get absorbed into an astral plane, come out of it uh, after talking to her uh, long dead father, uh, going uh, going towards a knife that is directed towards uh, towards Daniel Craig, bending it in an opposite direction and moving the centrifugal force by grabbing it and making her hand bleed with her tight kung fu grip swerving it in a 180 degree Here's direction. Here's what I would have done in that moment. A flat <laughs> finger on the curve and you just exactly. push it to the Pull side. Pull a Neo! I would they tried not to do... have done a grip. And yeah. it's again, it's unfortunate we don't have video here because yes. I just did a great demo of what <laughs> yeah. could solve that. Don't worry, they'll do it in post. Around. Yeah. could yeah. swing on an axis. Like, no. she, didn't need to, she didn't need to struggle that hard. I'm sure it was that easy if it was this unrealistic situation of her swifting this knife around into Sorjora. Arm, it? not even Why his sternum, which kills knife. Daniel Craig. She probably had on her and just go This is not him. facts! I'm just saying. I don't want you chiming in if this ain't facts, sir. In the first place, instead of, you know, this sounds like a fact corner opinion. Of, Please disregard. Like but I think that, Stephen, you just, you just tell us the best lines and then we're gonna go to the next category. I just have one. Yeah, Great. hit us with it. <sighs> Let me let me give you mine first. Okay. <laughs> my 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 best line is not a line, it's more of an action. And it's when she comes into the uh, the auction room and sits in the chair and flips oh. the other chair around yes. so she can put her feet yes. up on it. Yes. That's great that is point. Oh it's, my it's, God. it's called asserting authority. I want to say, yeah, say, is that a bigger power move than when you take a chair and you flip it backwards and you sit on it to be like the kids? It when depends you on the time period. I would say if you're in the 90s, then flipping the chair around and sitting in it backwards it's is more, powerful. more of a powerful yeah, yeah. move. You AC Slater that but, seat. But 2000s, then, it changed when you, it was put your feet up is the new yeah. flip yes. your put chair Put your feet up with your Doc Martin boots and your Oakley wraparound sunglasses you're, you're killing it in the early 2000s no question okay that, that was all i had steven what was your line so the line uh that i took uh uh laura croft finds the uh the magic clock that keeps ticking her awake uh yeah. and uh she <laughs> yeah. brings it to her techno genius bryce also known by noah thomas yeah and this is all just the lead-in to the this best is just line. the lead-in to the best line uh uh so 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 laura laura tells bryce to to say yeah where, where you know where'd you get this where'd you get this Clock, why is it making this noise? And Laura Croft replies, it's a clock. It's ticking. And Bryce wittingly replies, oh, one of those ticking clocks, eh? It better be good. (sighs) It's a clock. I found it last night. It was ticking. Must be one of them ticking clocks eh which was probably funnier back then because there's less digital clocks around sure i I feel like i think you're giving it a little too much depth (laughs) he could have sold that line the way he said that line they could have been at a at a corner at at like an intersection of a busy street in a stormy you know december afternoon in the middle of london and he just looks at her so I'm. I'm. It has to be depth because the way the way Noah Thomas (laughs) looked at Laura looked at Laura Croft, aka Angela Jolie, looked at her like, oh, one of those ticking clocks, eh? As he walks away, but he doesn't walk away because he's sitting in the seat looking at Laura Croft in the stupid clock. It felt like it. It felt like he was trying to sell it as Casablanca, but it was just a. It was just an idiotic situation to to say that line. Yeah. 
Well, all I'm saying is that ticking clocks are a thing of the past. Good riddance. How do people fall asleep with ticking clocks? I don't get it. Yeah, that's why we only live till 35, <laughs> until the digital age, right? <laughs> <laughs> now it's, a little bit of an oversimplification, but okay. And now it's time for everyone's favorite, the top five. Top five. Was that five? Was that five? Did I get it? And the way the top five we're doing today is ways this movie changed Angelina Jolie's life. For the better, I might add. Almost all for the better. Oh. Sure. Well, if you consider. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Praise Ange. Praise Ange. Okay, number one. Hashtag praise Ange. Number one, we'll say uh, the most obvious. She became an action star after this. Was this that was the number first... five? That's this uh, is number five. Only if you don't count hackers. Hackers and uh, the, the... and Gone in sixty seconds are okay. the two. Oh like... my god! But yeah. she didn't seconds. really like move a lot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. All right. I'm gonna have you to watch her breasts jiggle as freely. Look. Okay. Let's just decode that subtext. Okay. She's so... the one that said that. Sorry. I didn't say that. I'm saying like yeah, I, all the sexist weight no, falls onto I, me. No, what I'm actually saying is that action movies involve action, not typing. Okay. All right, may, <laughs> I, may I may I may I say that you're both wrong in that there was a oh. two year period from 1999 to 2001 where Angelina Jolie hashtag killed it. 1999 was her premiere in uh, two movies. One movie that I personally enjoy with Denzel Washington called The Bone Collector. <gasps> Yeah, a thriller yeah. with uh, with uh, what's movie. his name? What's uh, Denzel Washington? Denzel Ethan Hawke. Ethan, Ethan no, Hawk. no, 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 no. Ed O'Neill, Ed O'Neill, Luis Guzman is in it. Um, yes, he is. Who is, who is the boyfriend of Angelina Jolie? You don't need to look it up. No, he just needs to tell us who the person. Anyways, the second movie that she was in in 1999, not her first Academy Award nomination. Girl interrupted. But not action movies. That's what I'm saying. But this is where she came into her own, where yeah. she established yeah, yeah, yeah. herself that as a presence totally into the public. Oh gospel. yeah, no, so no, no. Girl interrupted. She was not after Oscar. Girl interrupted. She was down to do Tomb. That's Raider. what I want. She did. Know. She did Gone in sixty seconds. Afterward, then she did Tomb Raider. Gone in sixty seconds is probably My point the gateway stand. drug. <laughs> but yeah, so this, so number one, made her an action star. Yeah. For the better, for better or worse. For the better, because the it better. eventually right, leads to the better. I mean, no, because what, what if she had stayed on her girl interrupted path though? She did. She's in the Changeling. We got yeah. all kinds of crazy. But she's Oscar a director bait. now. Those scenes. She's we have the Land of Blood and Honey. Oh, that was a director. I think that she's yeah. First, they took my father. I think, That's her, also I think her direction yeah. is going more towards her like early stuff. But yeah, so, but my so, point yeah. is like, why? If you are that Beowulf. caliber of star in Hollywood, why would you not cash those checks while you can and do the big budget action? Her, also, oh, yeah, just no, I don't blame probably her. the no. most impressive thing about this movie was just thinking about all of the like budget things that would have been really fun to do. Would I have loved to be in that bungee situation in the center of that giant hall? Yes, I would. Does that add anything to the story? It sure does not. Well, the the trivia said that she signed on because of all the places she got to go. Yeah, right. Okay, For, so my to, point stands. So I'm yeah. right. Visit the on. world, see the world. So number two, uh, well, might as well related to that point, is she went to Cambodia. Which she is yeah. now a major proponent of Cambodian rights, and she adopted her first son Maddox from Cambodia, who she met on this shoot. On this shoot is what it said. She's a big public ambassador. Yeah, of, she, of the country. She yeah. her latest and movie the was the of documentary their and their and their positive uh, positive aspects. So, so that is definitely 
a very big positive that came out of that. Absolutely. Yeah. And actually very cool. Cambodia was extremely and it's weird unopened to, think that- to tourism for a long time. And they actually do. I mean, I do joke about it, but they do credit Tomb Raider with opening up the movie and the places that you can go to it's tourism crazy, and reminding right? people how beautiful it is. That and is that is weird, also but awesome. making First They Kill My Father was, I mean, that's a movie, I mean, uh, based off of a book by a Cambodian author talking about the Cambodian the genocide. Rouge, that's yeah. something that has yeah. not been touched by pop culture or Hollywood or anything. So you know, kudos to her. That's a big win. Uh, this was Sony's uh, fifth game that they, or fifth movie that they made based off a game other than Mortal Kombat, which oh. is kind of popular or street fighter was another popular one so like all fighting games this is probably the most popular to be honest yeah yeah Yeah. number three we got action movie leads to brad pitt oh because this let eventually led to mr mrs smith yeah she would not have gotten mr mrs smith without this film is what who are your sources to 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 well i'm saying is in your this led to number two which led to salt Salt no, no, Salt after. Was no, after. the tourist, the tourist. <laughs> the which tourist she was, gold, was after gold, her. No, gold. Yes, it tourist was. was Look before. It up. Kyle. Kyle. The, the tourist, tourist was after. The Mr. tourist Mr. was before Mr. Mr. No, it Smith. was not. I'm right. Okay, you might be right. <laughs> but, but I think we're referring the to it wrong. Tourist was after. We're referring to it wrong. It's the Golden Globe. Yeah, the tourist was 2010. The fucking. No, I'm thinking of a. I'm thinking of a different movie. Changeling was 2008. He's thinking of a different movie, everybody. He's wrong once again. She was um, in Sky Captain. She was in Taking Lives. She was in Beyond Taking Borders. Lives is the movie that I was thinking of with uh, Ethan Hawke. I would just like to vindicate myself. Um, <laughs> she was I in Original like Sin. I would like to question, and Antonio Medeiros, I would like to question um, whether or not the uh, idea that this movie leads her to Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt is a positive. Yeah, that's what we, we should talk about for a brief amount of time. Hmm. Do we think that this relationship was worth it? Is really, you know what? I think yes. I think yes, but I want to just be extremely clear that I do not want any credit given to Brad Pitt, R.E., my earlier feelings about him, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Oh, he is I a think, relationship I think she succubus. Helped, she helped him more than he helped her, for Amen. sure. Amen. But do I think he's a more worthy partner to her than Billy Bob Thornton? Yes, I do. As I mentioned earlier, yeah, but do I think? Yeah, and do we think that... If it not for her, he wouldn't be doing as good of things yes, now. For 100%. sure, one hundred percent. That was good, the glow up for he Brad is a, Pitt. He is a good producer now, like a legit good producer. Yeah. I think so. Like Plan B produces some solid films. So I will say that I would love to get a fact check on this. I'm fairly certain that Plan B was started by Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston, and then he got it in the divorce. But Kyle is at the fridge getting a yeah, beer right now, go, so can Kyle. he fact check this? I don't know. Uh, number number four. <laughs> number Answers four. Now. This led to her getting the role in The Tourist, which was <laughs> nominated her for a Golden Globe. Oh, this is number four. I thought we had something else, but that's okay. And uh, number five is uh, Father Daughter. This was the first movie they ever appeared in, and probably the first time that they hung out for an extended period of time. I'm going to say that that is not a win. I'm going to say that's not a win, A, because of John Boyd's mustache, B, because of both of their dicey British accents, and C, because John Boyd is kind of a douche. Probably a bad dad. Yeah, he's got to be a bad dad. He's a good actor, but probably a bad dad. Yeah. But then again, I feel like a lot of actors are probably bad dads. So we have Unlikely. maybe two of your top five list are going to be actually... In the positive range? In the positive range. Well, no, three, I think. 
Cambodia, action, and Brad Pitt. I said Brad Pitt was a negative. You said positive. No, I did said not. Net. I said positive I would for have Brad to, Pitt, maybe. I would have to argue that she it is a positive, positive because it got her in the public light more, so it got her more presence, it got her more uh, contract deals, it got her more money to it do her, her own down. projects. She could have like, uh, like gone off the crazy like train rails with Billy Bob. You know what? Okay. I will say Brad Pitt is a positive, so that makes three to the good, two to the bad. And now it's time to move in to the last segment oh, no. of the show, the games. That's the worst part. It's time for the games. Do we want to play my game where you two play first, or do we want to play Ellen's game where we all play first? Let's go with my game first. Okay. As the okay, host. We were silent, so we picked his. As yeah. the host, that's my choice. Silence and, is uh, also known as uh, acceptance. Yes. My game is called Tomb Raiders, the number one new show on MTV. Great. I'm, oh. going, I'm going to name things in a tomb, a very famous tomb. <laughs> meaning meaning mausoleum meaning like dead palace okay and uh you tell me what tomb i'm talking about nice you just, just chime in whenever you think you yeah whenever you think you know the answer we i've got no, i've no. got four to five tombs oh great uh, are these real yeah yeah no these are real tombs these are real okay, tombs i got I it just say that i think i have an advantage here i got this. well she said it so i, I didn't have to say it okay but you don't know if my clues are actually I know, good to clues. Be actually, I want to. Kyle, can we cut that? I don't know what <laughs> yeah. this is gonna be. Yeah, this could anything could happen because I only had time to write down clues for a couple of them. Okay. Okay. So, first tomb is uh, being toured by a guy named Chad. The names have nothing to do with it. Okay, just let me tell you that. Okay, he walks in and he's like, "Oh man, there's dust everywhere," which is probably every tomb. So that's we're gonna get past that. Uh, and he's like, "Oh man." Smells around. He's like, "Oh, look at these! Look at these! Uh, these, these stones that have been covered for ages. They look just like me. They look like a bunch of people. Actually, there's tons of them in here. Man, oh, that, this girl must have dated tons of guys. The terracotta they, warriors. Stephen chimed in first with terracotta warriors, um, and that's what it was. Been there? <laughs> no, Stephen, have you been there? Give hey, me the point. Hashtag I wish. <laughs> uh, you each. <laughs> I don't you know. Give me half, half a point. <laughs> no, give me a full point and give me half a point. Steven gets a full point. One point versus point. Ellen gets a point one experience point. Oh, this is great. This is going to end so one, well I'll for me. <laughs> the point one experience point is going to go well for Ellen. Yeah, I can't wait to win by point one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know just... that's going to happen. Okay. Um, <laughs> this one is a being toured. This tomb is being toured by a woman named Azriel. <laughs> she... Uh, she walks in and just says, like, oh, I love the decoration. so shiny, so gold. King there's, Tut. There's sand all in my eyes. Is Tut in Giza? It's a great pyramid. <laughs> yeah, it's the great pyramids. Okay. okay. 1.1 for so, me. Yay. I just want to, uh, so are those two different places? Yes, you idiot. So oh, King, Kings of the Valley is. The Valley of the Kings. Valley of the Kings. It's the Great Pyramids because it's in a valley. The Great Pyramids. Okay, so that's totally Tut though, right? But she got them both. It's the fine. Yeah. There was only going to be one Egyptian one. So I figured that Great. if you said both the answers. I'm so glad it. there's only one Egyptian one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Because I didn't want to do too many because that's Ellen's wheelhouse is Egyptian. Oh, no. uh, Ancient Egyptian tombs. Yeah. Okay. The next one. God damn it. It's tied one. It's actually one to 1.1. <laughs> is this about Taiwan? <laughs> this one is being toured by a boy named Raphael. He's oh, no. clearly making it as he goes. Who is, uh, he walks into this this 
big old place. Big old place. And the bagel place? This is bagel, bagel, bagel place, yeah. yeah. It's Brooklyn. Yeah. Okay. The answer is Brooklyn. Okay. Oh yeah. no, it's yeah. it's Bedstuy. No, he uh he walks in and, and he's just like, Wow, so many names for for the same God. Wow, so many names. And it he was like, Man, this was built in sixteen thirty one. She must be old. Notre I'm not Dame. gonna date her. And then he's like, Wow, there's so Saint many Peter's there's so many cathedral. kids stealing stuff outside. I took the train to get here. Saint Paul's Cathedral. I feel like they're not Saint Peter's Basilica. I feel like they're not taking care of me. The because Vatican all these, City. All these brown people the Vatican. took took my stuff. <laughs> the whaling. Oh, he built the Taj Mahal. He built the Taj Mahal, the Taj Mahal. that's go. it. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> he built this for her and threw that away. Sorry. It was the Taj Mahal, yeah, that's correct. So many names for a god. <laughs> Two to one point one. It was built in sixteen thirty one, and there were all ninety nine names of God are in the Taj Mahal. I have no idea what that means. Is it yeah. Brahma and Brahmin, Brahmas? I don't know what. I don't know. Means. That's just what the Wikipedia said. Okay, sure. sure. The next one. Okay. This one is being told by. <laughs> oh no! I'm gonna stab you. This is bad. I'm gonna stab you right in the gut. Is being told by Pierre. Oh, Pierre. And Pierre is in his home city. The Sacre Coeur. Notre Dame. And Mont he's going, he decides to Mont-Mart. go underground to meet a woman. The catacombs. The catacombs of Paris. And yeah. Ellen gets it. It's nice. the catacombs. 2.1 to 2. And Ellen wins by 0. 0.1. Yeah. Ellen wins now, the first game. And now it's time for the second game. No, no, no. I need all the bulls. Okay. okay. Ellen, okay. explain the game. All right, this game is called Tomb Raider Mad Libs. Here's Ooh. how it works. You're going to pull a piece of paper from the bowl, and one bowl has places, one bowl has artifacts, and one bowl has powers of the artifacts. So just as Tomb Raider took place in Siberia with a clock that could stop time, this game has you come Was it up Siberia? With your own ones. Well, it's Siberia and Cambodia, excuse me. So what everybody is going to do is you're going to take one piece of paper from each bowl. You're not going to show what is on those papers, but you're just going to put them in your hand like so. Very good visual audio explanation. Yet again, it would be great if you had a video on me because I'm showing this perfectly. Steve, you just picked picked for us. Okay, that's great. I love it. And Nick, here are yours. We are on Patreon. So what you're going to do... Not really. ...is you're going to take your movie and you're going to tell me who is going to star in your movie and uh what is the general plot for about 30 seconds whoa, whoa, whoa. so for okay. example do we get a one minute pitch for our movie you get a one minute pitch my movie is going to star Marion Cotillard and she starts out in Sao Paulo and she is on the hunt for a carpet that can stop all the clocks in the world. And she has to find it before her ex-boyfriend, played by Gerard Depardieu. This oh, is a French yeah, movie. Maybe. It's a foreign film. Um, <laughs> finds that same clock because he's looking for it as well. And the twist is that her long-lost brother runs a dog sled operation and yeah, there's a dog sled too. There's a thread connecting okay. these. And he brings everybody um, to Patagonia for the climax of the movie. Hmm. And I did it in 43 seconds. So wow, game on. Okay, you didn't even say the whole movie. All right, that's cool. Oh, what's the name of your movie? Yeah. S- uh, stop. Stop in the name of France. In the name <laughs> of time. Yep. <clears throat> All right. Um, so so time I time already. 
So I ready? all right. So put what? So so it's a person, idea, and item. I mean, just read oh, the things that are on the card. Okay, so this movie uh, <laughs> stars Tilda Swinton. She plays a oh, uh, she plays an Interpol place. agent who's stationed in Budapest, and she finds uh, she finds this uh, underground newspaper that's a that's a cult newspaper. Uh, they produce these horoscopes that actually predict people's fates and futures. And one day it predicts for for Tilda Swinton's actual horoscope that she will be the cause for all the oceans to freeze at once. Oh no! So she is responsible for global warming. So she doesn't know what to do. So she to tracks freeze at once. <laughs> you can't interject in his okay. glo- global warming, which would eventually seconds. which would eventually turn into global cooling. So uh, she eventually finds out that she is the Antichrist, and uh, she goes to the Vatican, and she tries to be sacrificed to prevent the oceans to freeze all at once based on her uh, cause to... And the name. Hey, it's hot in here. (laughs) There it is. Wow, hey, it's hot in here. I would see that movie. Nick, you are starting in three, two, one. Well, my movie takes place in Nairobi. In Nairobi? The object is a sundial. And what happens is Neptune explodes, and it stars a little man who might you might know as Big Man because he is Big Man. His name is Idris Elba. Mm. He is the hottest thing on Earth right now. Right. Which is why he's fighting against Neptune. He wants to explode Neptune because if Neptune gets its way, it's going to explode Earth. (gasps) And you know who his nemesis is? No. Jeremy Renner. Oh. You know who he's playing though. No. Tom Cruise. Oh. Wow. Because Tom Cruise is finally accepting his role in Scientology, and he's an actual alien. Wow. And he thinks the home planet is actually Neptune, and whoever gets the sundial first explodes the other person's planet. That's incredible. And so this comes down to the wire. You don't know. Earth, Neptune, Earth, Neptune, windy, God, city, of, sea, first, <laughs> explode? No, we don't know. And it's called Earth or Neptune. <laughs> <laughs> There it is. Well done, everybody. Uh, Ellen, who are you voting for? And now we all now we all vote. You can't vote for your own. Tag, yeah. tagline. Oh you well, that took mine because I was going to vote my own. Yeah, yeah, we knew that. Uh, yeah, that's pretty clear. I'm gonna vote for. You know what? I'm gonna see. Uh, hey, it's hot in here because <laughs> I do love Tilda Swinton, and I'll see her in anything. I feel uh, like I, I, I that Tilda really Swinton vote. is the sidekick. To, uh... <laughs> and I would like to go for Earth or Neptune. Nope. <laughs> my my vote would have to be Earth or Neptune. It it sounds uh, so obnoxious. I would have to see it in well, theaters. Yep, and that makes the classic three way tie because <laughs> I'm voting for. What did I you did name it. Garbler, you... garbler. <laughs> yeah. I did not name it. That. What did you name it again? What did, you what name did it again? I name it? What did you name it? Call it time stops for no one. Yes, it was something like that. That's the one. That's I'm a right. better name. Yeah, time enough at last. Fact corner. Fact check. corner. What'd you, what'd you What'd you think? You didn't write down any of those facts, did you? Huh? No. That's what All you right, thought. Great. Yeah. What, a, what a useful it's corner that Ellen is. Ellen wins. There. It's the guess right. The guess right equals guess wins. So, yeah, guess wins. Thank you. Yeah. Guys. Kyle tiebreaker. So we really didn't tired. talk about this movie at all. I just want to. We did kind of talk about it. You know yeah. what? It feels like we gave that movie its appropriate <laughs> amount of time. Okay. Fair enough. All right. What's our freeze frame? And now it's time for the end of the podcast where we all give our original Rotten Tomatoes blurbs. Uh, Ellen, you would have known about this had I, had I told you. No one yeah. cares. Or had you listened to the podcast at all. 
I can I can do it. I think. <laughs> we all come up with our one to two sentence review okay. of the podcast. So, uh, Stephen, you seem like you're ready. Oh, great. Go for it. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, Johnny on the spot. While Angelina Jolie uh, excels as her uh, rendition of Laura Croft outperforms the video game, it cannot save a shoddy uh, storyline and Sorjora lusting after her death and eventual uh, uh, necro uh, necro Jeez. lust. Wow. Jesus. Yeah. He wanted to kill her so bad. That fit but on he a... didn't want to do anything. <laughs> you don't know time. that. You don't know that. All right. He was kind of into weird stuff. He was very into weird stuff, especially a couch in the middle of the Cambodian yes, jungle. Yes, which we didn't talk about, which needs to be... A... I addressed it right now. How about that? I'm going to call this the most expensive family therapy session <laughs> to ever involve a space-time continuum yeah. problem? Yeah. Expensive in the in the wallet and expensive I mean, out of the mind. And expensive in your mind. So I'm going to say, yeah, it's besides the most like expensive time, family therapy session that you can watch that also involves uh, a, a bend in the space-time continuum. Like Which it. actually makes it sound like a great movie to yeah. see. Apparently, so I think Laura I've done Croft something wrong. Can bend wrong. it. Apparently. I think this this counts as like a Wrinkle in Time movie as well. Hey. Not just, a, <laughs> not no. just a Not just a Lara Croft. No. Uh, mine was... This is a video game movie that I would play once and never play again. Fair enough. Well done. Fair enough. Ellen, Wrapped thank it you. up into a bow. Kyle, do you have one? Great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we forgot to debut Kyle's Point. The segment, Kyle's Point. Kyle, you have 10 seconds. Kyle, you have 10 seconds to do Kyle's Point. Ready, go. This is like a teaser for the next times. Ready, go. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. All right, you're good. All right, thanks, Kyle. Kyle, what's your point? You got 10 seconds. Too much of a video game movie. They could have taken the story and made a movie about it instead of just like trying to make it a video game movie. Time's up. Good job, Kyle. Yeah, we we appreciate that opinion. And actually, it is a good opinion. And thank you for for running the fact corner, the first ever fact corner. Hey, one and done. Yep. (laughs) And uh, Ellen, thank you for joining us on the podcast. Thank you, Ellen. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Injecting your humor into our. Your humor, your well-thought-out opinions, and yes. your well-thought-out feelings to this podcast. You guys, oh, that's namas- so nice. Namaste. Namaste. That's what we say, to right? You as well. That's how we end the podcast. Namaste. First off, I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> Second, <laughs> I appreciate you. Okay. Well, you should cut that. Well, we always say... Stay real, right? <laughs> yeah, stay real. We s- stay, it, stay it real, correct? No, keep it, keep it real. Keep it r- rotten. Rotten. Keep it real. Keep it rotten. Hey, Ellen got it. it. Yeah, I wish you could it. see me. I'm doing this shaka. Shaka bra. <laughs> She's just shocking me, and I can't even retort back. I'm very upset. Oh, uh, we got a shaka from that one. We got to get a video going. All right. Yeah, we need a broadcast. Some films are ripe, some films are rotten. We like our potatoes are gratin. You ought to film, but you can't even. But here comes Nick and Steve, and they break it down, they turn it out. And when it was over, you on the shot. I want my money back. That was real rotten. Real fucking rotten.